Welcome back to season two of the Empowerment Session with your hosts Yasmin Coxum and Dina Delessandro, where we share our energy, tips, and resources to help you get and stay empowered. Okay, Deans, so we are now on our third episode focusing on our financial upkeep during our February Financial Awareness Series, and I wanted to focus on what I think is one of the most important chapters in Barbara Stanley's book, Secrets of Six-Figure Women, which is um, the book that we've been focusing on to discuss uh, financial empowerment during uh, this month. Okay. So, um, the most important chapter in her book, I think is the last one, which is claiming our power. So I'm just going to start off with a couple of the quotes, um, that she starts the chapter with, which really can kind of get your mind churning a little bit. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the first quote that she starts with in this chapter is the only question that matters is, am I living in a way that is deeply satisfying and truly expresses me? And this quote is by Carl Rogers. And then of course, the famous quote by Nelson Mandela, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that frightens us. So this is how she begins this dynamic chapter. And then she goes on really uh, to summarize the point of the entire book, which I think is really awesome. So she says that The book is really about reclaiming our power that lies dormant within by realizing our potential, expressing our passion, and for that, being paid properly. And that to me is like, yes, that's exactly what I had been reading before this last chapter uh, in this book. Okay. Now, so that shifts us to the question What is power? Okay, because obviously the title of this chapter is Claiming Our Power. She goes on to talk about, um, you know, power that lies dormant. So then, of course, we want to know what is power or how does she define power uh, in this book, basically. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so she actually takes a quote okay from fortune magazine back in the beginning of this century yeah back in like 2000 actually and so um basically you know she says here okay to a woman power means independence influence and impact or as a friend put it to affect what I want in my life, okay? This is the power we're seeking, real power, the ability to choose how we live, to be in control of our journey. A powerful woman is one who knows who she is and chooses to express that in the world. And so um, I love this definition of what power is specifically to women, okay? Um, and, you know, now I'm just going to shift a little bit to 
the definition of power that you and I came up with, yes. um, like an acronym for power uh, a few weeks ago uh, when we were talking about this whole uh, concept, right? So we came up with the acronym of power is P for purpose, O for opportunity, W for well-being, E for excellence, and R for reward, okay? So I'm going to toss it over to you now, Deans, so that you can, you know, either say a couple of things regarding um, what I've thrown out there or, you know, even dive deeper into how we came up with this acronym and what power really means to you. Well, the first thing I wanted to just interject was that quote about the deepest fear being powerful beyond measure. I think that has come up a lot in the psychological diving deep into what holds us back sometimes. It's possible we even talked about this a little bit in some previous episodes of not not sure. the fear of success, not the fear of failure, but the fear of success, because success means that, oh my gosh, now I have to go, now I have to go and do that thing. And <laughs> right. And so now that comes with a whole different uh, line of responsibilities and so on. And are we ready for that? And so when we, when you and I came up with our acronym definitions of P-O-W-E-R, you know, I think even within that, there's still definitions definitions upon definitions. So the purpose, and I think we're going to talk about this today, the purpose, what is our purpose? What is the why, right? What is our reason for being our mission? What are we planning on leaving behind legacy wise, putting out in the world? That is something that is, uh, I think I've struggled with a little bit in, uh, in reinventing myself from, you know, decade after decade as to what I originally thought my purpose was. And now what my purpose is, is much more to be of service to others, especially since I'm in the healthcare profession. I want to make sure that people are taking care of themselves. How can I be of service to you? Well, the only way that I can be is if I'm making sure that I'm also taking care of myself and I'm also learning what I need to learn in our, in my profession of dietetics. And that actually jumps a little bit down to the well-being. And also I'm reflecting now too on some of our previous episodes about, you know, how can I be of service to people who need to improve or manage their health when I might be spreading myself very thin and burning out. So this is like a very heavy weighted conversation in diving deep into this, you know, five letter acronym, I think. The opportunities too, you know, you and I have talked about this as well, even recently about sometimes I don't think we recognize, and I don't know if it's a, a gender thing or confidence thing, but I think sometimes we don't recognize how much is really available to us out there of us being able to not meaning this in a, in a negative way, but take advantage of opportunities that present themselves. So we were recently talking about, I think this discussion about um, professional development and establishing ourselves in certain ways within our profession, but then we forget to market and promote ourselves too. Like, oh, by the way, while we're on this topic, did I mention I have a YouTube channel? Did I mention I have, a, you know, an online workshop? Like, why am I not reaching out to people and promoting myself more, boasting in that way? Uh, because we do, we have good quality content and we have great services. So why are we not reaching out for opportunities versus waiting maybe for something to land on our lap, which happens sometimes too, like organically things might show themselves to them. As far as excellence goes, that sometimes makes me think also not, it doesn't bother me, but it also makes me think sometimes of a conversation that a former boss had with me once where she said, you know, you expect everybody to be so perfect or like you, know, you expect very high standards from everybody. And I go, no, I expect people to be excellent at what they do. 
Like I, I, I just don't, I'm sorry. Like why, why would right. you be mediocre in a job? Right. So right. Mm-hmm. I think that for me, there is a difference between striving for excellence and being like perfect at things. Like I want to make sure I'm giving my best effort and, but right. you know, I'm not holding myself back of thinking that everything has to be, you know, dotted and crossed and in perfect order because I still will make sure that it's, it's me, it's my wherewithal. It's what I have to give somebody that I'm not am I allowed to say half ass? I'm not half assing something to them. So to me, that right. is excellence, right? So in my own world, mm-hmm. I've joked, I sometimes strive for mediocrity because I don't want to have to be perfect at everything I do in a personal level, but there's no way I'm going to expect somebody to pay me for something and me not be good at it. So I'm sorry. Yes, my standards are high. And the reward thing too, you know, that's something often that I think we forget to do. I mean, we sometimes when I'm working with people in goal setting, a lot of times because of our discussions being very food and nutrition or physical activity related, sometimes it's always based on like, oh, go buy yourself something, what you know, something fancy or buy yourself something that you wanted to treat yourself. But I think rewards can also present in celebrations of small victories, you know, for every little milestone you take, instead of saying, oh, it's not good enough. It's not, I haven't come far enough. It's like, no, no, no. Let's reflect for a minute and pat myself on the back. Maybe that's a reward that I need to incorporate into my life on a more regular basis. So I think just now I'm coming up with all all these things on the fly because I, I gave it thought when we were talking about this conversation, but I think right now I'm, I'm digging a little deeper. I'm, I'm in kind of a zone right now today, this week. And, yeah. And it's actually, it's great. It's really great. And um, I definitely agree with a lot of the things that you said on your deep dive of this acronym. Yeah. Cause we could just kind of like threw it right. out there. Um, you know, we just kind of said, yeah. hey, okay, purpose. Okay. Like, oh yeah, this opportunity. Okay. Um, and what was it? There's definitely a quote. There's a quote out there somewhere that talks about luck being when being prepared meets opportunity like that. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, opportunity, this is a a big part of, of being able to claim power, right. Um, and being able to recognize opportunity when it's right Mm -hmm, in your face. mm -hmm. Okay. And yeah. And then, um, as you said, we have, so I'm kind of recapping as I'm for our listeners, as well as for myself with what you just said. Okay. So the P for purpose are wise and really, you know, that is, one of the most important things to kind of think about, like why, um, why is making six figures a goal of yours if it is right? Like what is, what is the reason behind that, which we'll get into a little bit, a little bit later. Um, but, um, and then the well, okay. Then there's the whole opportunity, which we just talked about. Okay. Recognizing Mm -hmm. it as well as, um, you know, creating it for yourself. Okay. Um, And then well-being. Yes, you can't do any of these things if you have not taken care of yourself physically and mentally as well. And part of power is about being able to shape your life in a way that you have time to do those things for yourself, right? To take care of yourself Uh in those ways. And so, um, yeah. And so making six figures or just, you know, having... um, a salary that affords you the opportunity to do that, the time, the space to try to do that um, is, is again, uh, what adds to you 
having this power, right? Um, okay, so then E for excellence. Yes, I, I completely agree with your point about it. Not that you're trying to be perfect. I mean, because you can put your best foot forward and something could still maybe, you mm -hmm. know, go wrong mm -hmm. in a sense. But the point is, did you put exactly. your best foot forward or were you just half-assing, right. right? So just representing yourself in a way that exudes excellence and exudes that you are doing the best that you feel you could do with something. Okay. Um, and then when you talked about reward, um, you know, I really, really, uh, I mean, it really resonated with me, your comment about celebrating the victories, mm -hmm. right? Celebrating the small victories, which is something that, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm okay at doing that, but I feel like I could be better at that because I still tend to zoom out and be like, yeah, but you know, what is, mm -hmm. it you know, is the end goal looking the way I want it to look right now? And then if the answer is no, I spiral down into some like insanity. <laughs> okay. And it's like, you know, but no. And we had this conversation right, right. before the recording. It's like, but no, um, what, what, has been successful okay what have some successes been and then you just need to realize that you're building upon successes in order to get to you know that that pot of gold okay at the end of your power rainbow <laughs> that's right? a great way to put um, it <laughs> so yeah so i just um yeah i love the acronym that we came up with okay um i, I guess now I, I we can kind of go into this this why of um this this six mm -hmm. figure uh situation right so i feel like my mind is spending with spinning with just so many different things on this topic that i want to talk about but it's like wait a minute let's uh let's dial it back let's you know kind of figure out um exactly how we're going going to go forward next with this and don't forget um listeners we definitely are doing um one more four yes. on this yeah because we have one more week in in uh, february and so we want to kind of keep it going with our uh, financial awareness series okay so why right so much of the six-figure game is played in our head this is something that stanny said in her book all right so again much of the six-figure game is played in mm -hmm. our heads all right so um, you know, if that's the case, it's kind of like going back to, okay, so why are you doing this? Why? You know, first of all, you have to claim this intention, right? You have to like announce the intention to yourself or however you feel comfortable doing it that you want to make six figures. Okay. So, but before you make that decision and before you kind of like, you know, set that intention, of course, you need to ask yourself why you're setting this into, I mean, why is this important to you now? Why is it important to me and why have I obsessed over it for quite some time is because I feel that, you know, it would be accomplishing something that was never a part of my reality growing up, um, you know, in terms of my immediate mm. family, okay? Um, something, you know, something that means that I've had to develop on a level that's, you know, so personal and so drastically different from the level that I've been on for, you know, for a large portion of my life. And that kind of excites me, you know, this idea of being able to develop 
you know, to this level that I, I've, you know, I, I haven't had really close to me. Um, and, you know, it, it's exciting and it also scares me at the same time. And, you know, I know that, you know, I, I can knock down that wall. You know, I want to know mm. that I can knock down that wall and, you know, knock out that corner of my mind that, you know, that really contains the fears that have stopped me from doing it this whole time. It's like, I want to see the sunshine, the brightness <laughs> um, on the other side of uh, these bricks that have, I feel have been kind of, you know, whether yeah. mentally kind of like blocking my view of that for such, such, such a long time. And so, you know, those are, you know, when I thought about, well, what are my whys? Those are the things that came to my mind. I love this visual representation about the sunlight coming through the bricks because even just even just picturing a brick wall, it's not one giant piece of concrete. It's many small little bricks. So at any point, you can pop one out in a way and or, you know, create a little window through there, even if the rest of it still exists. Mm -hmm. And um, And so... I was also giving thought too. you know, I've mentioned, I think I mentioned this in one of our last episodes about, what was it about the collaboration and the competition discussion and growing up. And so, and I mean, mm -hmm. when I grew up, you know, my family was, were immigrants. They held tight to the dollar. My father, I think I mentioned as well, was um, very, very adamant about, you know, what he spent money on. And I totally got that. But then I also shared in one of our episodes that I think in doing so, just like anything, whenever you're holding somebody down from anything, they're going to want to like break free and do the complete opposite. But the funny thing is, right. is that I think that's still <laughs> in my nature to do it. So, you know, we were talking about six figures. I'm kind of laughing. I'm like, what did I make this? week? I made like four figures this week and I give away almost 10% of it immediately, immediately, because that's just in my nature. So it wasn't necessarily a selfish purchase. I gave money away to the, who, not necessarily the less fortunate, but people who are more deserving of it. I like to contribute to causes. And the weirdest thing is like, I have been in between some contract jobs. So I had a couple of months where I wasn't getting anything for a while. I had to really be careful with my budget. But the second it came before I even paid rent or my bills or anything, I just chopped out that 10% and I handed it over. It was such a, a natural thing for me to do. And so I was writing some things down about, you know, my why in this, especially in this direction of not just the health and wellness thing, but I'm, I'm looking at words like mentorship and role model. And I'm listening to people who, especially since I teach and I have a lot of students and interns who are um, following the path that I am now in, you know, I listen to what they say. I listen to the things that they ask me. I listen to the feedback they give me. And now just as we're talking, I'm like, I want to do, a, I want to do a scholarship. Like I want to come up with a scholarship fund for something. Like, even if it's a thousand, dollars a year or something like that. I just want to be able to offer that to people who might not be able to access the same things that I was able to access. And so for me, that keeps, that keeps, I think, fortifying and reinforcing and validating my why. So it, it I felt it maybe in the past, it was a selfish approach. Like I want to get, you know, a, a beautiful house and et cetera. But now it's more, I just want to live comfortably. I want to be able to afford things without worrying and I want to be able to donate. I want to constantly be able to give things away. You need, right? And I think I said this before to you at some point in, in our past conversations, not jokingly, 
what do you need? A wing? You need a cancer ward in that hospital? Here you go. Here's a million dollars towards the cancer ward. Oh, what do you need? A um, community park to get kids out and about and running and doing physical activity. Here you go. Here's a million dollar check now. Go make that park. And you can name it after me if you want to, or you can just not. I don't care. It can be an anonymous donation. But these are the things I'm starting to visualize now of, you know, I get to keep the money for myself to be comfortable, but I also feel like, oh my gosh, I'm making such a difference in this world. I'm so excited about it. Right. Now, I think this is all part of the concept of power that she talks Mm. about in this book as well, um, is, you know, being able to give to things Mm -hmm. that you believe in, right? Like just being able to, you know, throw money behind something that you um, are passionate about, um, you know, something that you really want to be able to support. And that definitely is, you know, part of having power. Um, I just want to go briefly back to uh, when you talked about, um, you know, promoting ourselves yes. and, uh, you know, just de- developing, um, developing groups and, you know, mentoring mm-hmm. and, you know, all of this kind of stuff. Um, and I want to say a little bit here about Barbara, <laughs> since we have been talking about, yeah. you know, her and her book. Okay. So um, she shares personal things in this book about, you know, where she was, um, when she started her journey of writing this book. Okay. And so, you know, she says that she went from being a full fledged under Mm -hmm. earner. Okay. And she actually felt very negatively towards um, six figure women. Sure. Like before she went or did this, you know, and then she had to check herself. Like, why do I have these negative, um, you know, like misconceptions about women making six figures. And if I have these misconceptions, how am I going to, Uh, be able to get to that level if that's what I think about the women at this level right and so she she shared that she learned a lot through her journey of writing this book right and she says that you know um so she was an under earner and she became a successful high earner in a very short time less than a year okay at a very she has in quotes (laughs) old age which was in her 50s in her 50s, she did not start, you know, earning, you know, like a six figure uh, income until she was in her 50s. I just keep repeating that. Yeah. It's like, you know, sometimes, you know, people tend to think that it's it's late or, you know, oh, I haven't done it in all this time. And what makes me think right. now I'm going to be able to do it? And it's like, you know, it's it's yeah, I mean, it's it's really all about setting an intention and it does not matter how old you are when you decide to set that intention as long as you throw your efforts behind it okay so now uh on the topic of kind of like um you know uh groups and getting things together okay so she said that she um gave overcoming under earning workshops so she started to do that as Mm. she was writing this book um in order to kind of field test the discoveries that she was making. Okay. So she looked at uh, all of the learning that she was doing through talking to these women as an opportunity to then give, you know, give back to under earners, you know, kind of see if some of these strategies Mm -hmm. um, would work in their lives. And so it's kind of like, you know, 
seeing an opportunity within an opportunity and, you know, and kind of acting on that, which I also think is, is really, really great. So I love all this. This is, this is a really nice deep dive. I think we're taking on here. Um, I I don't really have too much to add because I I just, I feel like I'm such in the zone right now. Like I'm letting it flood over me and I'm trying to think, is there anything that I can take away from this? You know, especially during this weekend where you and I have some things that we want to follow up on in our business pursuits of really keeping this in front of mind, like, you know, riding this high of this discussion. And I think also the, 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 the funny thing that I remember too, is not, not feeling mad about anything like, but also looking sometimes with jealousy of, of people who I thought were more successful, but now I look at it more like inspiration and keeping them alongside of me instead of uh, feeling like I could never attain that. And and exactly what and exactly what Barbara mm. said, said to mm. what you just said too about the age range, you know. Yes, there are certain times where you just feel like I'm too old to do this. Whether it's you know skydiving or starting a new career or going back to school, it's but it still can be done. And quite honestly, I do believe much like the old adage says that um, youth is wasted sometimes on the young. So maybe millions and millions. While I'm very happy there are younger earners out there, perhaps it's nicer when you know exactly who you are and that you're grounded in that way that 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 money and that success and that power that quote-unquote power and how we defined it uh comes to you in the later years because that's when you are ready to accept it well um i'm really looking forward to us uh to our our next episode where we uh kind of wrap up our financial awareness series and um, i really hope that We've provided a lot of food for thought on um, financial upkeep for everyone who's been listening. Okay, Empowerers, I hope you've enjoyed this session. Please use the link in the description box to comment, ask questions, or make suggestions for future content. And be sure to tune in next week for another session of empowerment.